Hey everyone, how are you doing today? Thank you so much for joining us once again on Solutions with Anna Donahue. Oh my gosh, last week's show was so powerful for us. I was going to just say for me, but I think for all of us in here, I hope you enjoyed it as well. If you are just tuning in to part two today, I just strongly encourage you to go back to YouTube and get part one of this show. The title is There is a Land for You the principles, the solutions that God gives. He lays out the plan for you to have your land. It's incredible. So go back and, and re-watch that show, but I'm going to give you three things today that Joshua and the children of Israel did as they faced the Jordan, as they crossed the Jordan into the promised land, but also an obstacle named Jericho. Have you ever had an obstacle? when you're pursuing your vision or dream for God, what did they do about that obstacle? So hang tight, buckle your seat about seriously. I just told uh, one of our girls, I get kind of sad when these shows finish because I just want the whole world to know these truths. So I like the little boy with five loaves and two fish. God, here's what, here's what I know. Here's what you've done in my life. Please cause whomsoever to hear and see, right? Because the stuff is so powerful. The word of God, God is just all powerhouse stuff. So last week we, we were at uh, Arise, Joshua, in the book of Joshua. You know, come on, arise, Moses is God. It's your turn. It's your time. Get up. Get going. Take over that land that I have given to you. We went through spiritual aspects of the land that are yours and mine. And I even suggested, man, there is a, a, a physical boundary land that's yours. It could be anything from actual one acreage, acreages of land to family, to destiny, to your career. It could be anything that's between you and God. you got to find out and go get it. So let's pick it up. They're about to cross the Jordan River, and then they're going to come to this thing called Jericho, which represents a huge, man, a huge obstacle to fulfilling what God called them to do. Crossing the Jordan, Joshua 3. I'll go quickly on this. You'll see it on your screen. Verses 3 and 4, they commanded the people saying, when you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God and the priest, now they're getting ready to cross that Jordan River. It's a flood stage. And the Levites bearing the ark of the covenant, then you're going to set out from your place and go after it. Keep your eyes on the ark. Well, what, what was so big about that? The Ark of the Covenant then represented the presence of God. Follow what I'm doing. When you cross that Jordan, when you're crossing over, you better keep your eyes on God. If you look anywhere else, it can really mess you up. Now watch. Verse 4. Yet there will be a space between you and the presence of God. Because again, in that day, it was a literal ark box uh, that contained some items. I'll read those in a minute. And they had to, out of reverence, holiness, had to keep the proper space in between there. Us today, New Testament, oh my gosh, he's in us. The presence of God is in us because God's in us. But I'm, I'm just giving you some principles and solutions for what worked for them and will, what will also work for you. But for them, they had to keep a distance. Um, don't come near it was the command because you don't know which way to go. you got to keep the ark in front of you. You've not passed this way before. So you got to keep the ark. Before I was over here one night, doesn't matter. 
the presence of God. You got to keep your eyes on the presence of God, especially if you're, if you're uh, venturing to do something you've never done before. Or perhaps you've been at something for a while. Don't take your eyes off of God. Right? Uh, the Ark of the Covenant, God's presence. Here's some provisions that were in there just so you can have an idea. Like what was in there that they were carrying across the Jordan? Number one, Aaron's rod that budded. Remember, Aaron was Moses' brother, and he had a rod that budded that showed the fruitfulness. Number two, manna. How holy and cherished was the manna that the children of Israel ate every day, provided by God. And number three, the Ten Commandments, written by the finger of God himself. These were all inside the Ark of the Covenant, representing God and the presence of God. So I'm doing this on purpose. Don't take your eyes off of the presence of God as you're crossing over into that Jordan. Woo! You'll see it uh, reiterated in the New Testament. Look at John chapter 10, verse 4. When he puts forth his own, he goes before them. Keep your eyes on it. Keep your eyes on it. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Yes, he's in here, but also where's he going? Keep your eyes on him. When he puts, puts forth his own, he goes before them. The sheep follow him because they know his voice. Sheep follow because they know his voice. The stranger they won't follow. What? Goodness, 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 goodness. All right, here we go. They've crossed. We're at, we're at Joshua chapter 5. We come to the second section of the conquest of that land. There is a land for you. This is such a powerful story. As the Israelites contemplated moving in to take possession, they see a thing called Jericho. Now, they've made it through the Jordan. They kept their eyes on the Ark of the Covenant, on the presence of God, and they got through. So will you. Now, all of a sudden, there's an obstacle. Welcome to, <laughs> Welcome to life in the land. You have total victory because of Christ. So I'm jumping ahead New Testament for you. Because of Christ, you have total victory in the land. But would you not admit that oftentimes in the journey, you have to discover that. It's a truth because of what Christ did. But you will find oftentimes the obstacle hits you. You think, oh my gosh. And that's when you learn. Wait, I'm not on this all by myself. I got a promise and a presence. I got a promise that he'll never leave me nor forsake me. And I've got his presence. I will be with you wherever you shall go. Woo! Right? So here they are. They've gotten, they've crossed the Jordan. Now they see something called Jericho. Let's watch. Jericho with its huge walls. While Jericho was the first visible obstacle in their pathway, wasn't the first thing they had to deal with. So this is where it gets real important. Three things that Joshua had to command his people to do. You'd think it would be tear down Jericho. Well, that's true. See if this applies to you. First thing you want to do is just get the obstacle out of the way. In Joshua's case, there's something that they had to do inside themselves first. Let's keep going. God never begins his conquest with an outward problem. Jericho's in my way. I hate Jericho. Yeah. Could there be something that God's trying to get done in you before you're able to tackle Jericho? Just saying. Maybe so. He will begin with you before he has you tackling your Jerichos. The city of Jericho was considered to be a city impossible to conquer. 
It was built on a hill with a surrounding wall so thick that hotels and houses were built in and upon it. In the natural, it was impossible to take Jericho. Marilyn Hickey says, however, this next generation under Joshua, this next generation of Israelites existed because of the supernatural. They were, they were going to do things God's way. Three things. There we go. People of Israel had to do before they could destroy the enemy of their land. Perhaps these three things are going to help you. Number one, this is interesting. They had to be circumcised. Now watch, watch the parallels. That's Old Testament. Watch what it means New Testament if you're crossing over into what God's designed for you. Circumcision, Joshua 5, 2. At that time, the Lord says to Joshua, make flint knives for yourselves and circumcise the sons of Israel again, the second time. They had already done it first generation. It's a brand new deal, brand new generation. Circumcision, spiritually, New Testament, a picture of a surrendered heart, a heart in which your flesh being circumcised goes, gets cut off because you're about to enter what God has for you. No flesh. Oh my gosh, this is preaching. All him. My goodness, a circumcised heart. Deuteronomy 10, 16, circumcise then your heart. Stiffen your neck no more. You're about to get a whole new land. But before you can handle the obstacles, God's going to make sure your heart, I'm doing this because I'm bowing down, is ready for what God wants to give you. Romans 2, 28 and 29, circumcision is that of the heart and the spirit, not the letter. Not doing works of your flesh to impress God that you can handle the land. No. It's not by might, not by power, but by his spirit. Circumcision, number one. They circumcised the second generation going in, the next generation, getting their hearts right. Um, this, uh, a special note, this circumcision distinguished them from all the other nations. Something was removed, flesh but something was imparted, a brand new heart, a heart from God. John MacArthur says this, uh, God wanted it reinstated, that circumcision. So the Israelites would start out right in this new land they were possessing. Think about it. Three things. Number one, they had to have circumcision. Flesh had to go. Put yourself in there. Is there something you're looking for? Obtaining wanting to obtain um, something God has spoken to you in your journals. How's your heart? Are there areas that you've got to deal with in your heart? Circumcise that flesh, bitterness, unforgiveness. I don't know. Before he can say, you're going to take down that obstacle called Jericho. I'm going to do it for you. And you're going to be able to handle land, your new land then. So getting that heart right is critical. Number two. Joshua 5.10, now the children of Israel camped in Gilgal, and they kept the Passover on the 14th day of the month. Passover, commemorating God's deliverance from Egypt. That's huge. That's so historical. God required, hey, before you can conquer Jericho, let's do a little remembering here. I delivered you. That's huge. I delivered you. Passover lamb, take the blood on the door, put right I protected you. I was there with you the whole time. As you're going into your new land, you surrender. Your heart's got to be right. Take communion. 
Communions on the inside of your heart. Do a remembrance of, gosh, God, what you've done for me. You are God, right? Your body, your, your, your body, you spilled your blood for me. You rose from the dead. Go there. It, it helps you to anticipate victory in the land because he's already done it. You overcome by the blood of the lamb that he already did. Take communion. You're getting your heart ready for this huge new land that you're being given to. It's reminding me of this message I uh, was doing uh, for our conference called Positioning for Your New. There's all kinds of stuff you could do. Get your worship going. Get along with God. Write out the vision. Get ready. Get your heart right. Surrender. Get anything. Declutter. Re-engage faith. I'm talking communion will do all this for you as you're sitting there. I, I write this. It may be just to be still and know that he is God. But in any event, he has a plan. He wants to talk with you about it, get to know him. So number one, what did they do as they were facing Jericho? Um, circumcision. Getting the flesh out. Number two, they had communion. They celebrated the Passover where God protected them. You do it too. Have communion. Celebrate what he has done. It'll give you such strength going into the new land. Number three. Oh, my gracious, this stuff. See Jesus as the captain of your battle. Joshua 5, 13 and 15. And it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho. There's the big obstacle. He's getting his heart right. He's had circumcision. And now look at what happens. He lifts his eyes. And he looks, and behold, a man, capital M, stood opposite him with his sword drawn. Whew. Joshua says to him, are you with us or our adversaries? He doesn't get it yet that that's God standing there. Verse 14, so that person says, no, but as commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come. Hey, Joshua, I'm not just a little general on the earth. I know you don't see it yet, but I'm God. I haven't come to worry about this war right now. I'm coming as the commander of your destiny. <laughs> Joshua, I, he evidently gets it because he falls on his face. <sighs> Joshua fell on his face to the earth and he worshiped and said oh, to him, when, what does my Lord say to his servant? So he got it. What does my Lord say to his servant? Verse 15, then the commander of the Lord's army says to Joshua, take your sandals off, Joshua for the place where you're standing, is holy ground. You know what he was doing, what God was doing? Joshua, you're not alone. I see Jericho. You need to grab this for you. Hey, so-and-so, you're not alone. I see the Jericho you're facing in your world. I'm the commander of it all, and I've come to be with you. I will show you how, golly sakes, I will show you how to destroy that Jericho in your world. Uh, John MacArthur says, when the sword was drawn, that God had a sword drawn, that showed a posture indicating he was set to give Israel the victory over the Canaanites in that land. Oh my gosh. See the sword drawn for you as you're going into your promise and you see an obstacle. Get your heart right. Let the flesh go out. Celebrate communion. Say, God, you are God. Thank you for everything you've done. See Jesus 
is the captain of your battle. Joshua's being rewarded for his obedience because God appears. When we, obey God come, when we obey, God comes on the scene. He shows himself strong on our behalf. John 14, coming to a close. 21, John 14, 21. He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me, and he who loves me will be loved by my Father. I will love him and watch. I'll manifest myself to him. I'll come to him. I'll show him me. God promises to honor those who honor him. Joshua chapter 6, it worked. Watch. Get a vision for you, right? You're circumcising your heart. You're taking away all the flesh. You're having communion, and now you see Jesus with you, leading you. He's the captain of your battle. Joshua 6, 1, verses 1 and 2. Jericho was tightly shut because of the sons of Israel. No one went out. No one came in. The Lord says to Joshua, see, I've given Jericho. That's the obstacle. Boy, isn't this powerful? Say it to yourself. See, Betty, see, John, I've given Jericho, that, en- that obstacle, that enemy, into your hand with its kings and valiant warriors. I got it. It's in, it's in your hand to, to step on, to get out your Jerichos. Whew, specific orders are given in Joshua 6, 3 through 19. Look at Joshua 6, verse 20. So the people shouted when the priests blew the trumpets. It happened when the people heard the sound of the trumpet and the people shouted with a great shout. The walls fell down flat with a shout because God said, I've given it to you. I'm here. I'm the captain. The people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they took the city. Jericho was no match because God was on the scene. They'd gotten their hearts right. They had communion. They saw Jesus as the captain of their battle. He came with a shout. No armor, no nothing, but obedience and faith. Matthew Henry says this, thus it was by faith, not force, that the walls of Jericho fell down. Faith. Not force. That the land that was theirs happened. Won't he do it for you? Of course he will. That's our template. That's our model. That's our prototype, meaning the way to do it. Joshua, arise, get going. I'm with you every step of the way. Be strong and courageous. You need to get last week's show and this week's show. There's such strong points in there. Oh, my gracious. I hope you love that. I hope you've grabbed it. It is yours. It is mine. Take it. This is the word of God. Eat. (laughs) Taste and see the Lord is good. Amen. Oh, Father, for every person watching, for every listening ear through podcasts. Father, please uh, open our eyes to see, open our ears to hear. God, this stuff is so powerful and we love you. We're thankful. I pray for my brother. I pray for my sister out there, Lord, who are facing some Jerichos. May they use these three points to get their hearts right, to have communion, reminding of what you've done, and then to see you as the captain as they face Jericho. 
because you have shown us through this. Jericho will come down. Thank you, Lord. These words are so powerful. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we love you. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Folks, what do I say? Write to us. Tell us how we can help you. I hope that has helped you. Uh, a couple announcements as we start to close. Gosh, I just feel the anointing in here. The presence of God's in here. Spring retreat coming March 10th through 12th. Marriott Grand uh, Hotel in Alabama. Join us. Registration is open. Go to anadonaministries.com. We would love to have you. It's entitled Flourish. So many points like this to help you flourish and go forward. Hey, podcasters, we are now really in tune. You are listening. Thank you. For those who don't know, we have a podcast. These shows go to podcasts, and it's called Encourage and Equip with Anna Donahue. I encourage you to do it, to listen. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. You'll never miss a show. If you've missed a show, go back. Anna Donahue, YouTube. I do. I have people will say that to me. How do I find your YouTube? Google Anna Donahue. Type in YouTube. You'll see us right there. We have a whole list all season one and now season two. If you would like to help us, always important to give, and you will be a part of everything we do. You just go to anadonyministries.com, click the donate button. We are so blessed if you would join us. Amen. And uh, so we've prayed for you. We will close out for now. I really mean this. Thank you for joining, for tuning in. means the world to us. I got a whole team back here who's I was going to say, we're putting this on for you, but we're also, it's God told us, equipped us, inspired us to do it. I love it. We love doing this, but I hope you're receiving from it. So, amen. So next time we will see you for Solutions with Anna Donnie. God bless.